everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. I actually believe in personal growth through all of life, but particular business because it's this wonderful conduit to be able to allow you to grow. I am joined by my chief of staff, Hallie Warren. Hallie, good morning. Morning. We uh, were asked a question and I've been tackling a little bit on some social media things and we thought it'd be a great way to jump into this and in our group and project deal because this comes up a lot, particularly when you we get deep into the um, spiritual side at sometimes, um, almost all the time. And we also, so we attract people in business and we attract people that are literally really into spirituality who sometimes don't have to care anything about business. And so it's pretty cool. You kind of see this different directions and we had a question come in and we wanted to jump in and tackle this today. Hallie? Oh yeah. I was just going to add that during our, our most recent wealth retreat, it was such a, such a like amazing blend yeah. of the business and the spiritual, like we, these are all high level yeah. business professionals who were, we were talking about investing and um, investing into people and all of these really key business and wealth building components and woven throughout yeah. uh, inevitably is all the personal growth and spiritual conversations. It was just really amazing. It is that that business meets spirituality because yeah. if you're, if, if you're listening to this again, you you may have been a spiritual path. We have awesome. Thanks for listening. And then people may have been the business path going, Hey, you know what? This, this isn't all <laughs> right. And then yeah. I think on the spiritual side, some people go, well, you know, maybe I've just had an ideology about purely being on the spiritual side, but maybe now I'm allowing myself to come into the doing, more, the doing world, world of more. And that's, maybe that's not bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I even think about like one of my spiritual teachers who quit medicine and then went way far into that. And then has come back into actually building a business mm -hmm. and he's now built a business for the last 10, 15 years. And he's one of the more enlightened through people that I know yeah. yeah, through, through meditation. He's like, I actually realized I love doing these things. And in there, there's a lot of decisions and there's manifestations and all these things. So that's really kind of where all this came up. So, well, I just, I, it's not an either or no, it's not conversation. You really it never is blend the two together. Yes. yes. Which is what we're going to talk about a little bit yes. today. Um, so this is the question. It's actually a two part question that we got from one of our listeners. Um, how do you reconcile not being attached to an outcome or having a preference with the process of manifestation? I feel like creating a desire around a thing creates a strong preference for that thing. The second part is how do you allow life to unfold for you and manifest? I feel like it's two different paths and someone could easily get lost in the manifestation process. Yeah, it's a, it's a very deep question. And I love mm -hmm. somebody asking that is, is certainly very deep. And, and, you know, I think they're, they're, wrestling with that. Um, and which also is, a successful business professional. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think a lot of people do wrestle with that, right? Like it's like, okay, I have money or I don't have money or the need. So I'm going to kind of throw like a thesis statement out there and then we're going to pack this. Um, at the core, you can manifest anything that you want. You can have anything that you want. I'll even just be as far as saying that you can desire anything that you want, like in a future self, you can do any of those things. If you're doing any of that, with energy behind it as a way of trying to make yourself whole and complete or to change the world to make you feel better then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Another, another way of saying it, when you make a very clear decision or you're going after a particular profit goal in business or a particular sales goal, nothing wrong with any of that. You need to play in the world that you're playing in, right? In the doing world but you let go of any personal satisfaction or personal gain from that, which then is going to make you try to feel whole and complete. Because what you're doing is you're creating a dependency on the manifestation that you need to happen to make you feel whole and complete. 
the minute the manifestation or the, the, you know, the law of attraction, wherever you want to use is that word of, of manifesting something, the minute there becomes a need for it is when you're doing it for the wrong reasons. When you're doing it to play in the world. And so it just becomes part of what you're, what the doing is because at the starting position, there's you, right? There's me, there's Hallie, there's Caitlin, there's just you. And then there's just everything else. And so you have to make all these decisions. You don't just sit in your parking lot or your driveway and go, okay, I'm going to let the world flow me to my office. You use your mind to drive to the office. (laughs) You use your analytical mind to create goals. Good. But that's not, that's not necessarily manifesting or, or your future self. Like, at least that's not how I interpret it. Like my everyday activities are not this, I don't have a desire. I'm not like thinking in my driveway, this desire to get to the office you know, like you don't, <laughs> Allie, uh, not every you should. day. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that, I, when we talk about manifesting, I'm it's assuming manifesting, and maybe this is just my interpretation of that word manifesting or desiring a certain outcome is in the future, a year, two, three, ten 10 years in the future. And we talk about that in two with our future self. So how there is a set of preferences attached to that. Do you need Potentially, it? Potentially, there is a set of preferences. When you set a when you set a year goal or two year goal for something, do you need it? Um, it depends on what it is and where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do feel a need for it. Yeah, and that is. And in that moment that you feel a need, why do you feel the need for it? Uh, to make to make me feel whole and complete inside. Yeah, I mean, it's to to um, align with the identity that I've created mm-hmm. for myself, make me feel significant. All of Yes. All of those things. I'm with you there. But then why do we even, why you're with me until your mind instantly in that moment (laughs) just said, this can't be right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I agree with all that. Thank you. And then, and then that for me begs the question, then why do we do it in the first place? Why set goals? Why create these future selves? If the intent behind them is not to need those things, why even create them in the first place? Because you have so much enthusiasm, joy, and delight to go create. And you just, you want to go create these things. And so you need a blueprint in a direction of things that you want to create. Again, it's, 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 and so some th- another way of asking this to go, if I don't need anything, then how come I just don't lay in bed the whole day? I've heard that people ask me that before. Like people are trying to like knock on spirituality or consciousness and say, well, that is, if I, if I'm already feeling so whole and complete inside, why do I need to, you may not, but let me tell you, if you're feeling, so, when you wake up in the morning at four or five o'clock in the morning and you have this rush of energy and excitement, Think about the day that you're going on a vacation or some moment that you just feel, maybe it's your wedding, there's something's going on. Every you feel, day when I get up to come to the office. Exactly, thank you, right? <laughs> when you feel this, I'm serious, when you feel this, try to put yourself in that position or think of a day that you just woke up and you had all this energy. Did you want to sit in bed? No, of course not. What did you want to do? Play, create. Yes, and did you need any of the playing, creating in that world. moment when you had all that energy? Did I need it? Yeah. Well, I think that's an interesting word because- Probably not, but yet not in that state. If that's the way, but that that's what you're doing. Was is there a need behind it, or is it just a? There's only a need, there's only a need for manifesting something when you're lacking. When you're lacking something in your life, there's a need for it. At this, anybody that's listening to this, yeah. if you're sitting in a third world country where there's bombs being dropped and that's a different need. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the blessing that we all have to be in this world, listening to this right now. Your those needs are met, right? So it's when you need something to manifest, 
you're needing it to make you feel different inside. And just the process of manifesting it or the process of writing it down, like I'm going to accomplish this, does that. It makes you feel better inside. It starts to calm you down. Then why do we create future selves? Because you, because you need a place to go and fun. The difference is, and this is the gray line. This Mm -hmm. is, this is the line that if people cross and they can see this is that when you create a future self, you're just creating, I read my, you asked me before you got on this. I read my future self every day, right? but there's no energy behind it. Like I don't need any of that to happen. Then why do you read it? I read it because I need to make decisions every single moment of every single day. Well, in my businesses, where we're going with our, what we're doing with our money, what we're doing with our kids, where we're going with those different things. And so I want a direction of where we're going. Now there is a much, I I would say that's like 2% of what drives your life. If you want to give numbers, you consider that sort of like, um, cause a lot of people do vision, vision boards or vision casting or future selves or whatever. Do you consider that manifesting or is manifesting a different definition to you. I, there's nothing wrong with any of it. I think yeah. it just based on your level of maturity in this, in the personal growth or consciousness world. In the beginning, when I was 16 years old and I had my first kind of awakening moment, I'm not even gonna call it awakening. Cause I just put that in people's perspective. But when I first came home and said, my life needs to change, mm-hmm. I went to nothing but visualization. It was the only technique that I learned at that moment. That technique got me out from where I was. So there's nothing wrong with any of these. There's nothing wrong with people having limitations in their life, right? There's nothing, any of that. It's just at what level you're playing at, you start to realize that there's another and a never ending growth. And at some point along your journey, if you stay with it long enough, you'll realize that I can go play with every single thing in the doing world, but I don't need any of it. So there, because then your starting position is I'm just going to enjoy everything, but I don't need anything, but I'm still going to go out there and like, if somebody asked me like, Hey, would you like it to be sunny or rainy? And I'd say, well, I prefer it to be sunny, but there's no energy behind that. Like I don't, it's, it's like, so you hear some people like, I can't believe it's raining again for the third. There's so much energy behind that context. Mm-hmm. It's like they need it to change in order to, to them to make them feel better. I don't need it. It's not, that's the difference. It's the underlying absolute truth of everything. We're doing it in the manifestation, but this falls to every single thing that you do in this human being experience. You have an animal body, right? If you will, and you have you, (laughs) you're in the body and there's drives and desires and urges and all these things that go on that are just natural. And you're just experiencing all of that. And so people are pushed into business. They're pushed into relationships. And I don't mean pushed or pulled, whatever it is that kind of got them in there. But if you look at this in like a, even just like a numbered scale, like even manifesting is like two or 3% of what's actually driving everything. It might even be a fraction of that. There's an overarching theme in your life that's driving your life. And that is when- Which is what? Life, consciousness. So is there, so there are still choices and free will? Yes, of course. Okay. But the free will can lead to suffering if you need something. (laughs) That's the problem is that people, when they need something, it always leads to suffering when they don't get it. And then when they get it, it leads to another level of suffering because they realize that what they thought they needed, like, it's like, it's when you manifest something, it's like when you need it, when you're manifesting something to need, right? It's like, okay, I need a million dollars. And when you say that you're saying it in a way that you're, it's like some end, some arrival point. And it's taking you out of the present moment of saying, once I get a million dollars, I'm going to arrive and it'll be end. And it'll be like a big party. And it'll be like this glorious feeling that I'm going to have. And then when you get close to it and get, and just the thought of that, of getting there 
keeps you somewhat energized, but it's a fake energy. That's why people are having this authentic, like I want to go be authentic because really their mind has dreamt up this image that if I get to a million dollars that you're going to have arrived and you're using that arrive and you're deriving a sense of feelings from how you think it's going to feel once you arrive there. Then when you actually get there, you get it. Everybody has done this. Everyone. You get there and you go, maybe for a moment you had a feeling of good feelings and then it was very short-lived. And then next thing you know, you're doing the exact same thing again. And so if you're manifesting to need something, you're always going to be caught in suffering. Yes, there'll be moments where you're going, you're not suffering and you'd be relatively okay. But if you're using a manifestation tool as a way to try to make you feel whole or try to fix something inside you, that's the wrong reason why you manifest. Okay. So manifesting to need is not necessarily the correct the most productive way to use manifestation. So then what's the all, what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is you sit down and you say, I want our business is going to go here and you write out a plan for it. You take your future self and say, Hey, I would love to have four family vacations, you know, a year with my family. Great. Take four of it. You're, you're, you're manifesting what you're doing in the doing world. So where does, where does it, even the thoughts come to create that specific vision for a life? If it doesn't come from some deeper desire or need. Well, I think, I think most people, and it doesn't, and again, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm saying that's the point. There's, if it comes from a different place and you keep working on yourself, you'll naturally start removing some of these things from you because you start seeing a different perspective on life. And so some of the things that you thought were really important back then are not going to be as important to you. And think about that. You've probably, you've experienced that, right? Things that when you thought were 20, that were really important, probably are important today. Sure. Yes, we all have. It's the same thing with the future self. When you're a when you're creating a vision board or where you're going with these things, there's nothing wrong with that. Good, go do it. But then as life starts to change and you start working, that's a, that's a technique to work on yourself. You're working on yourself. And as that happens, you start to gain a broader perspective. And some of those things may stay and some of them may not. But there's nothing wrong with manifesting. You're like it's Who wouldn't want more material comfort, right? Majority of people would, right? Fine, take it. It's great. Go after it. But if you're going after it as a way of trying to change you, you're going after it for the wrong reason. And I'll go back to it every single time you ask me that same question. It's always about if I'm doing something externally to try to make me feel different, I'm doing it for the wrong reason. It doesn't mean you don't do it, by the way. It just means to know that I'm doing it for that. How do you goal set then from when you're with, clear with no feelings attached to goals? It's not that... Um, it's not that there may not be feelings there. They're just, you don't become the feeling. You're still entitled to feel the way you feel. The difference is you just don't become the feeling. I mean, Einstein solved this a long time ago. He said, you can never solve the problem at the same level the problem is created at. What he really means is like, if there's the problem is an emotion, you have anger and you become anger and you try to solve the problem, it's going to be anger that solves the problem. And that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a lack of jealousy of needing something, then that's what's creating the manifestation. So versus if you can just get very clear, like maybe it's just, you just, you wake up in the morning, you're feeling relatively the, 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 how clear you need to be, right? Whatever that is. Then you write down your thoughts and you date them. You read them every day. Like, does this make sense? Does this feel good? Right? Just, you're just, you're just work on whatever level you're working on. But I'm just talking at the deepest truth. Does clarity mean removing desire or need? What is clarity? wrong with desire, right? There's nothing in clarity. What I mean by clarity is that you, you've moved you back. So you start seeing truth clear. 
So you, I know, well, that's the problem with, with, with any type of these concepts is yeah. words can only take you so far. Again, I can use as many, you know, you, you read the menu, mistaking it for the meal. It's not the meal. It's like you're trying to, you can describe water, but until somebody drinks it, you're not thirst, right? You can't find water out of a rock. Like all of these analogies people can grasp, but at the end of the day, it's, you got to put in the work. We can talk about what it feels like to run an Ironman and the pain that goes along with that. But until you actually run an Ironman, you won't understand that at that level. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So in- how do you translate that to, uh, that's again, that's like such an easy concept to understand. How do you translate that to similar concept of clarity? Well, that's why I pulled in sports because it's just an easy, easy thing to do. Even in business, it's easy to see that. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to see it than when it's yourself because you have created a sense of self, not you personally, but we all have created this sense of self, this sense of identity. And that's where, by the way, when you're not okay, like we're, we're chatting about this is where, where hate comes from. He actually comes from love and it comes from love because you love something about yourself so much that forces you to hate something else. And then there's fear that gets attached to that because if you love your concepts, your beliefs, your images, those things, I'm not saying anything wrong with it. You love that. Then when somebody does not love that, you have hate towards them. If you allow that to be expressed that way, because then you have fear around that because that person who doesn't actually believe what you believe, you feel like they're going to take something away from you because it's all made up. The truth cannot be taken from you. And that's the deepest part. The image that you've created can be taken and destructed, which is why we have to spend so much time holding onto it, which is why we even hate somebody in the first place from the image that's there because it can be destroyed in a moment. It can be changed, but the absolute truth cannot. It's just there, constant, behind it all. What is the absolute truth? You. My absolute truth then is different than your absolute truth, and then- no, it's not. And then, yeah, I was gonna say, because then is, what, can it actually be the absolute truth? How you, how you go and, and, and manifest yourself in the, in the physical world is different, absolutely, mm-hmm. but the absolute truth is not. And that's the knowing of self-actualization or self-realization of knowing you're knowing and that that's when namaste comes in. It's just, I know that you're in there. Let's cut through all this. I know there's a light in you and there's a light in me. And so we'll get right to that. And it's just the tr- this, the single truth. It's like when the Buddha reached his enlightenment, how he describes that. He said, I saw myself as a drop of water falling into an ocean. And then I, he said, find me. <laughs> Find me in that. We're all in the ocean. So you're saying the absolute truth is some sort of world that we're all connected at this deeper level? Yeah, that's a way of saying it. It's just the absolute truth is you, is the constant, and you're just playing in this world. That's what I'm not, that's what I'm getting hung up on and I'm not clear on. If you're saying the absolute truth is you, and the absolute truth is me, but they're the same thing. Yes. But those are separate. In my mind, you and me are separate. We're separate in the doing world. And yes, we have a different physical body, different physical representation of what we're doing, how life has manifested itself through us. Yes. In that sense, we're different. But there's a deeper sense. There's a deeper knowing that's deeper than the physical side. It's like when you can look at somebody and you look into their eyes, you can actually see beyond the physical side of them and you see directly to their soul or whatever that is, you can see directly into them. It's the same thing with just tree. You can actually look at a tree and you can see the bark and you can still see it. Like I can still, you have a coat on there, but I can see directly beyond all of that. And you but just- is your soul different than my soul? No, it's question. the same. It's the, it's so there's the just same. one soul in this entire universe. There's one stream of energy that has manifested in your soul. People say, I have a soul. No, you are the soul. 
And we all are the you souls. You are a soul. Yes. Or you are the soul. They're, that's two different things. That's why me and my father are one. That's what that means. When he was just talking about that, it's like we actually are all one. It's like a wave coming out of an ocean. Is the wave separate from the ocean? Is it, is it six feet above the water? Sure. Yeah. No, it's connected. But people go, oh, that's a wave. <laughs> yes. They don't go, oh, there's the ocean. They go, oh, that's a wave. And that's just how you're relating it with using language of, oh, there's a person, there's a tree. The shadow side of language is that we separate everything instead of seeing it all as a whole. And that's what I mean by clarity and perspective is you start to come back and you realize that's just a, that's just a game people play. So you're saying the absolute truth is really that we are all. It's unity consciousness. You see everything yeah. as one. Okay. Yes. It doesn't mean you won't go live out your, your living out how you're living out. I think why it's so hard for me to understand this. I mean, now I get it. Like I I get it as you're walking through it, but I also think that, and maybe this is just like an American thing that we are so taught um, to be individualistic Mm -hmm. and we are, and we are, it is like ingrained in us that, you know, to be almost like really caught up in our, in ourselves and how we're different and to, to actually separate ourselves. And so this is like the, complete flip side of that. Like, actually we're all the same. Yes. And we're all the same, but we're all different. <laughs> yeah. Every right. wave is different. Every snowflake is different. So that's where that language, when we, when we start believing a certain concept, we get trapped into that belief. That's the problem with techniques is we get trapped into believing a certain technique works. It does to a certain level, but it stops you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, if you just, if everyone believed that every snowflake is different, it all snowflake comes down, it, becomes snow, joins together, at some point evaporates and comes all the way back and goes back to its source. The same thing with, with you. You become, I mean, look, think about how many people have died and born since we've been doing this podcast. It's just, you're just, there's never any more or less of life, of energy. It just takes a different form. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a tree. I don't know. I'm not going to begin to think about that. But just while you're here, you just start to sense this, there's a, there's a knowing for knowing that you just, you just know. And you can't put that into words because then people will wrap their head around the words and then their mind will grab hold of that and then become the mediator of the direct experience of life. And that's the challenge people has is they have a skewed mediator in there called the mind that starts to mediate everything for you that's happening in life instead of actually experiencing life. That's the separation piece that starts to happen. It's the egoic level of consciousness. And it is, it starts with our culture, starts with societies instead of seeing it, but it doesn't still doesn't mean that you're going to, you're not going to be the same as me. You're not going to be the same as Caitlin. Everyone's going to be different. And when you're manifesting things, go manifest them, go create a second home or create a certain wealth of abundance or do those different things. Just don't need any of them. And if, if life unfolds it for you, like it does, I always say this, like, yes, you can go maybe will yourself to like, you're manifesting. I need to make a hundred thousand dollars. And like, you think that you went and willed that. Well, let me tell you, if life didn't want you to have that, it would tell you, (laughs) right? Literally. I mean, it would go, it would, it would. So are you saying that really you can't manifest anything? I, the way I think of it, this is this way. No, I think you can, I think you can derive it. I think of it as this way, you know, like if you ever played like a big, huge, massive video game, Nope. Okay. All right. Let's just <laughs> paint this picture for you. Like I, I think of it as like this massive video game where all the opera, there's a billion, quadrillion different routes and options, mm-hmm. but they're all laid out. The game is already programmed in the disc. You put the disc in, you as you're playing the game can choose any way that you want to go inside that game. And then that's what we call free will. So our options are limited by some larger 
construct of the universe that has already been predetermined for us to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm not sure I love the the wording of that, but yes, I mean, I understand the context of what you're saying. I just see it as it's this infinite, almost infinite game, but like you couldn't go fly. Like you can't manifest yourself to go fly. So there's are certain rules that we have that we are abiding by in history. You can't go without oxygen, can't go without food, can't go without sleep. Well, those so are just all, the rules of the game or yeah, life <laughs> of life. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's all these other rules that are going on in there. Like you just, you can't do these things. We just don't see them that way. But there are like, just like there's rules of video games. You can't go that way. I'm just, I'm not saying life is a video game. I'm just giving you the context to be able to see it maybe a little bit differently. Where if all these rules have already been played out, you have still, you can never ever run out of options to go. So then in while you're in there, you can manifest the direction. You can manifest that way. You can do all those different things. But then you said if, but if life didn't really want you to have it, then, you, then you wouldn't. So to me, that says I could manifest the hell out of something, but ultimately. Yes. Ultimately. That's, well, that's a hundred percent. It would ultimately doesn't really matter. Exactly. Whatever's going to show up is going to show up. Well, ultimately it doesn't matter anyways. You weren't here to go manifest something. Then why do people do it? Because that's you're playing I, with the form. You're playing. Well, people do it for a lot of reasons. They do it yeah, because they're, yes. they're doing it because they're trying to be whole. That's why 99.9% sure, sure. of people do it. And that's the whole point of what I really want to get across. We just got to a much deeper conversation yeah. is that most people are doing this because they're, they're lacking. They, they, they use it as a way of, if I'm just going after, it's like hope. Hope is not a spiritual term. Hope is like, I can't accept the present moment. So therefore I'm going to hope that something changes. And then I'm hoping. So all you're doing is you're forecasting in your mind, some future event that potentially could happen. But then how do you, what do you think about the word faith then? Faith is different because faith is, you can accept the moment and have faith. Faith is trusting in the universe to, yes. to work. Or a prayer work or out. an intent. I, I'm fine with any of yeah. those things. Hope is that, hey, I hope someday we get better. So all you're projecting that faith goes, it'll work out. But you can still accept the present moment. Mm -hmm. You can still be in it. A prayer is saying, hey, I understand somebody's really sick and they're doing it. And, I would and, and yes, I would love to see them better. But you're accepting where everything is. And then as you accept that, then life, that's what I mean. Like if life really didn't want you to have something, it would take you out. <laughs> I mean, remove you from earth or dot die, or you would just, it would pull you so far into a different direction that it didn't, it, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And then that just makes me think, then why do we even talk about goal setting or why? Because you're still playing with your, I, I love goals. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. They're awesome. But then I'm like, yeah, if it's just going to, whatever, because what whatever you're doing, I get, I get, because go back to the, 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 uh, well, it's not, if you're saying it as a way of, of that's an egoic statement, yeah. I get what I get. Like you're just saying, well, I'm, like, just like, yeah, like, I'm a victim of this. Like I'm <laughs> no, gonna do this. No, I get no. what, I, but the way yeah. you said that, yeah. that's the way your mind is framing it to sure. you. Like I'm going to be a victim and just get what I get. I'm going, I'm a, I, some, to a certain degree, if it makes me feel like a passive participant in my own life. Well, you kind of are because life is a, a yeah, dance I, and she's in the lead. Yeah. And so I don't like, I know you don't cause you, we all want to control everything. <laughs> of course. I know. And that's why we manipulate the world. And that's why we use goals to manifest. So it makes it feel like we're controlling the world. We're exactly. not in control of it all. Exactly. And people have to slow down and listen to that. But yes, that's the, <laughs> that's, that is it. Yeah. So then again, it makes me go back and think then why do it in the first place? Why not? Because I go back to that when you wake up and you've got a tremendous amount of energy what do you want to do with that energy? You want to go create, you want to go build. Right. But you want to go hire people. Yes. But then the, but you're not the, doing any of that. doesn't even matter what the roadmap is at that point. Is that what you're saying? Like who cares what your future self, what you wrote down on your future self? I'm not saying that. Okay. 
I'm not saying that at all. You want a black and white answer. Yes. And the, the reality is, is it's, it's actually black and white. I've been trying to tell you, you just, you, you're missing it. Okay. Say, tell me again then. I've already said it seven times. So we can just, <laughs> I need to hear it again. It's, it's, there's, there's you, yes. right? And then there's everything else. So when you, when, when you understand there's you and then you're just playing with life that's leading you anyways, go pick a direction, go to it. It'll pull you to a different one. If all of a sudden you say, oh, my future self, I'm going to go earn a million dollars and then you company goes bankrupt and it's, it's there and it's just the worst thing that's ever happened to you and you're fighting it and you're doing all these things. Your life's going to be miserable. Instead of saying, I've had my future self, I'm going to make a million dollars. You just pick a different course. And then all of a sudden life bankrupted me for whatever reason it did, whatever, maybe you, maybe you did it or whatever, whatever happened, it's the event happened. And then if you, if you, it doesn't mean it won't feel good, (laughs) but you still allow the experience to happen. You allow those things to go through. And then life may say, it's only because I'm trying to take you over here. Then you made $10 million or I'm trying to take you over here. And you just had this unlimited amount of joy because you're doing something that you wanted to be doing over here. I'm not saying it's for everybody's case. What people's form of enlightenment is, is their form of their image that they've created around enlightenment. Instead of just understanding that if you really want to play that ultimate game, you have to be willing to allow life to take you where you may not want to go. (laughs) That's the challenge with manifestation is that when people are doing that and they hold it so rigid and so tight that it becomes this need that if life is trying to take them a different direction, they no longer dance with her and then suffering kicks in. Because it's a need to get you better instead of just going, yes, I, right now I'm clear. We have goals. I'm looking at 17 different goals right here, right? On my desk. Well, you have goals. You're making decisions. There's nothing wrong with any of that. If you're making them as a way to try to personally gain something from that, instead of just allowing the gain to come, it's just when you get further back in all of this, it starts to open up a whole different paradigm of how you view these things. So basically what you're saying is that you can have both. You can, you can have both. Well, what you, what you will have, here's what you'll have. You'll have life dancing and she's in the lead. And then while she's dancing, she's bringing you to this wonderful world of why we're here at this point in time, then go pick a direction and go. If, and then if all of a sudden that direction, it doesn't mean you give up on the direction. Like you allow your mind to come in there. Like I'm going to give up. It's not that. It's just, you set a goal, you set a direction. If they start to come, if, if most of the things in my future, my, my future self have come in. Right. Mine too. They've great, but I didn't need any of them. They're amazing gifts. There's sweet grace and there's fierce grace. They're all, so you're picking a direction where you're going, you're directing your energy without any need behind the energy. You're still going there. And then when they come, you're going, wow, this is amazing. This feels great. And then when they no longer are there, <laughs> Because it happens, or here's the other thing. We didn't, this is what we see in business. We had this conversation in Project U, or maybe I had this privately with some people there. When you start to achieve some level of success, if you made it about your need, then everything goes around. Now I have to maintain this level of success. And you spend 99% of your energy just trying to maintain this set of success from your cars to your house, to how you think, to your image, to your business. And if anything, try to break that, man, you'll be broken. Yes, because it's, it's built on false beliefs. It's not the truth. The truth is that life's in the lead and it's you and you're just witnessing all of it. So when it comes, it comes again, when the, in the, the great Gita, right? This, this, my favorite line in the whole Gita is 
in life, um, you know, it talks about how you know somebody who is a yogi, who is somebody just going through there. And it says, it says, it lets goodness comes when it comes and when it let it depart, when it departs and let darkness comes when it comes and let darkness part and depart. It's a soldier in the midst of the qualities of nature, just basically. And then it goes on to say is it allows the streams and the, just like all the streams and the rivers of all the world's water pours into the ocean, but never leaving it untouched. And that's you is that you're allowing everything to pour into you, but leaving you untouched. It, it's meaning you're not holding on to any of that, not needing any of that. You're allowing it to pour through you. And while you're doing that, it's fine. Go create the goals, do all that stuff. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Just don't ever mistake that for life. And that's the, that's the challenge you see people do is they hold on to this image. If I don't get this, I'm a failure. That's not true either. So when you wrap all this up again, I want people to use a future self. But I don't want them to need their future self. <laughs> so we have a tool that we have that, again, that, that's going to put it into your inbox every day. It's, you just go to adamhergenrother.com forward slash future. And it's, you can, there's six different categories that are really important. Like, it's like, you can't just, just to kind of go back to some of the comments you said, like your body, you're, you have a gift of a body. For whatever reason, you're given this beautiful gift of a body. You may want to do things with it. You want to keep it feeling good, like just a whole level of energy. And that can be one of your, your manifestation. I want to lose 10 pounds. It's, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Go lose the 10 pounds or gain 10 pounds or whatever people want to do or go run a marathon. You're doing all these things. You just, it becomes part of the experience, the enrichment of life. And so when you're feeling like your future self, you're doing it because, wow, that would be, that's just awesome. Like if that, it'd be great, like just perfectly fine to go do any of those things. I would love the experience of what it's like to have a million dollars or to have a second home but you're never doing any of that in your future self to make you whole and complete. You're not doing any of that as a way to already change, to change you or to manipulate the world. So then go fill it out in that, that breath. When you're filling out your future self, say, Hey, it would just be really fun to go in this direction. It'd be awesome. Write it out. What does that look like? Try it on date it. And if it, if it works for you, then life will unfold and those things just may show up and you go, wow, a sweet grace. And then you just start sharing that with everybody else. It's like if, if, you know, if you manifested a car, but you're so concerned about the car that all your energy went about the car, I've got to park it over here because nobody can scratch it. I can't let anybody take it. The kids can't be around it. Like you make your whole world about this manifestation. That's what people do. Instead of going, Hey, I got this cool car. You want to use it? <laughs> I've seen people that like that one of, one of the individuals that I follow a lot, just in my, in all aspects of my life, he's got a bunch of material things. He's like, yeah, you want to go use it? Go use it. Here are the keys. They're actually sitting in there. You want to go use the whole ranch? Go do it. You want to go do that? Awesome. It's just not attached to it, but he's still playing with it. And so anyways, so go create your future self, try it on. This is part of the technique. It's part of the, um, just a manifestation process. Just, and do it and just do it from the clearest sense that you are the highest level of clearness that you can have. And as you do that, it'll evolve, evolve, and you, you may change some of those things and some of them may change and some of them may come in there and some of them may not just keep flowing with that. And as long as you're working on yourself consciously, you can't go wrong. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. I want to let you know about a tool that I love using. It's a tool that I've been using in my life for eight years or so, which is called your daily future self. Um, essentially how it works is there's six different categories of your life, social, physical, professional, spiritual, family, and financial, that if you don't take and set a direction for, um, they just kind of just leak into your life and you end up just taking in other people's answers or don't really take direction of your own life. So we've created this really cool tool called your daily future self 
to help create your own roadmap towards achieving your goals, really just taking a direction for your life instead of just drifting down the river. So here's what you want to do. Head over to our website, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future and put in the goals that you have for yourself. The really neat thing is this can be uh, very lengthy, it can be very short. There's no wrong way to start this process. The cool thing is we're going to email you your goals every single day. So no matter what your morning routine is, we're going to be emailing it to you. So it shows up in your inbox, forcing you to have to look at this. Um, and it's, I used to carry mine around forever. I still actually have the piece of paper and I'd forget it sometimes and skip a day. And this way, um, this has been such a great tool that it's being emailed directly to you. So you can't miss it. <laughs> uh, it's there and it just keeps you on point and in the direction that you need to continue to take your life. We're also going to be including motivational notes and videos to help keep you laser focused on your goals. And look, if you just want the motivational content, you can enter your name and email and we'll send you that information anyways. And you can always update your future self uh, later on. So head on over to adamhergenrother.com forward slash future to enter your goals and be sure to send us an email or tag us on social when you start hitting your goals. Thanks so much for listening.